Hello and good morning. I'm sure my dear listeners will not be surprised if the subject of my talk this morning is about the general elections. It's only four days away and we all have had an earful of statements and counter-statements about the issues. Every person on the radio or TV starts answering any question with the word clearly and then goes on about the answer in as unclear a manner as possible. This word clearly is so universally and incessantly hackneyed that I think it should be eliminated from the dictionary so that we can really see things a bit more uh, clearly. And if it isn't clearly, it's one of the derivatives, as in, I was very clear, so-and-so, or our policy is very clear. Has anyone been really happy and clear listening to any of this? Me neither. In addition, we have all noted that the immediate first part of the answer of any politician is to state not what his or her party stands for, but rather how stupid the position of the opposing party or parties are on the issues under discussion. The hapless interviewer tries so hard to bring the person to speak about their party's policy, but all is in vain. And have you all noticed the clasp of the hand of the politician of any party, with the index finger slightly pointing forwards in the clasped position and jutting a little further than the other knuckles, they all seem to have been coached in the art of the, of the interview and the position of the clasped hand is apparently the sign of assertiveness and authority. Amazingly, how they all seem to be coached by the same school, although I found this clasping of the hand to be almost exclusively a male thing, women probably adopt better attitudes to charm their way through the interview. All this is fine, and in a way a bit of fun. It is supposed to come every five years or so, but things are so topsy-turvy these days that they come much more often. What I do take real exception to is the attitude of the politicians to rubbish, sometimes in rather unseemly manner, the policies or even the personalities of their opponents. They are of the belief that rubbishing the other makes them more correct and credible. This I find totally unacceptable. Where has the civilized, well-considered debate gone? Where did the gentlemanly argument and counter-argument go? These people are our leaders, the political elite whom we entrust to govern us. They are the individuals who are supposed to have reached where they are by virtue of their qualities, abilities, and impressive achievements. They are not supposed to have got there because of any thuggery or vain qualities. I wonder, am I whistling in the dark here, trying to see something I shall never see, or attract the attention of some chimera that will never materialize? Sadly, I think I probably am. I just hope that we will get over the election and regardless of what results transpire, I sincerely hope we do not get that dreaded scene of yet another so-called hung parliament.
I just hope that we can live after these elections for another five years, rebuilding trust, healing wounded feelings, and revitalizing a traumatized House of Commons. I wish the new Speaker well, and I hope that he will not have to bark so heavily and coarsely at the House, and rather pursue his genuine and gentlemanly role of scheduling and managing, and above all, leading. On our part, if we have not sent our postal vote already, I encourage every eligible voter to use his or her privilege and go out to the polling station. This is a sacred day duty and on every one of us who is eligible and able. I also hope that everyone votes with his or her conscience and after due consideration. One vote can make a difference and negligence is unforgivable. So, over to the next week. I hope I will have something good to talk about. I hope that something good in my view would be that we all accept the verdict of the rest of us who put that cross on the sheet in the ballot paper. That something good is not that of gloating of the victor or the sulking of the defeated, but rather using the result as an opportunity to work together, government and opposition, for the good of the country and to set an example to the rest of the world, a world that always looked at the UK as the cradle of modern-day democracy and a decent parliamentary system. May our politicians of all colors and hues cooperate, collaborate, and lift our cherished nation from it, the distraught and depressed state we find ourselves mired in because of the recent shenanigans in the past few months. And now, with my best feelings, I hope we will all find the cheer at the end of the next week, regardless of whether our individual vote was with the winner or otherwise. It is the principle of the democracy that counts. Democracy starts with our individual feelings and thoughts. Goodbye.